Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, normally I would ask, how are we living? But for both you and I, it has been a rough week or so uh, between your sickness and my uh, dental uh, work needed. Um, is <laughs> this uh, – do the gambling gods maybe owe us uh, a good day here from what we've gone through over the past week? My God, uh, yeah. I think the start of February, I've felt sick, and I've yet to get really over it. But today is sadly, I know, based on the way you hear my voice, it's probably the best day I've felt so far. Yeah. So I'm uh, rocking and rolling. I think I'm due. Yeah, obviously, that's why we uh, were a little bit delayed in getting this episode together here. Uh, I was out for basically five days with, like, uh, wisdom tooth uh, issues, we'll call. Um, but uh, yeah, we're here. The big game is here. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful weekend. And uh, we've got a million props to go over. We've got some hockey and basketball. Uh, so let's uh, just, I guess, lock it in. And uh, where do you want to start first? Uh, do you want to start with everything but the Super Bowl? Because uh, we can sure. go through those pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, college basketball. I mean... Kentucky playing Gonzaga. Gonzaga is pretty fucking piss poor this year. Not your normal Zags. I know there's a lot of the public on them at minus five and a half. Here's what I would do if I were y'all now that the line is moved. Because last night I got them at minus three. Was able to sneak that in real quick before the line started moving. Parlay this with Texas today. You should get an even number of minus 110. You should be taken care of at that point. So just throwing that out there. Uh, other college basketball plays. Let me make sure I got my life together. Uh, Green Bay, which may start here in the next like five or so minutes. They are playing at a very high level. Uh, I think 10 points is too much, especially the way the, they play. The pace of play they play. Double digits is too much for them to cover, so I do like that. Uh, my play of the day is going to be UNC Greensboro. Uh, them catching three at home is way too short of a line for them today. So I do like that. My other play would be Kansas state and BYU over 146. way too low. I would expect this game to go into the one sixties, one seventy range. Nice. Okay. okay. What else yet? All right. So hockey. Now you're just going to have to take my word for it because it is hard to talk, but all of these teams basically beat the shit out of the other teams. And they've been on a hot streak. So I'll go through it really quickly. Uh, early stretch, we got Jeff Skinner, Buffalo Sabres at the Blues. His over three and a half shots on goal is at plus 136. So I put a good, put one unit on that. Just out of just the confidence, I think he, he'll get anywhere from four to five today. He typically does against the Blues. Uh, next one up is Roman Josie. Uh, Jeff Skinner. Gotcha. Okay. Roman Josie against the uh, Coyotes. He's on the Nashville Predators. I do think he gets over three and a half shots on goal. Uh, not as confident as Skinner, but I'm pretty much on par with that. Put .75 units on that. Then just a couple ones that I liked just off the bat. Half units here, just kind of playing it safe. Not trying to blow everything before Super Bowl bets. I got Miro Heikens from the uh, Dallas Stars to get over two and a half shots on goals. 
Uh, Bo Harvard over two and a half shots on goal. David Pasternak over four and a half shots on goal. Nice. I mean, you're doing what half? You said half unit on each one of those. Yeah, just like five bucks on each one. Realistically, like half of what you normally would bet. Then uh, my late night ones, because I'm sure the listeners will probably get to hear these. These are the ones I probably am more confident on the late night slate. Martin Neckis over two and a half shots on goal against the Devils. Brady Tuchuk, our boy, to get over three and a half shots on goal. And then Adrian Kempe over two and a half shots on goal. That's kind of love for him, I feel like. Yeah, it's over two and a half. That's not uh... right. That's I, I was looking at really short lines and like I was just like, all right, jump on these now before they get bumped and they get to three and a half, two and a half, all kinds of shit like that. Leon Dress. How do you? I don't know how do you say his last name. Dress Two and a half. Who is it? Leon Dressadel. Dressadel has uh he. They went on a back-to-back. I think they played last night, right? Ah, that's probably why. I mean, it's against the Kings. They're pretty good defensively. They've been in a slump, but, I mean, the the Oilers are one of those teams where they just won. They didn't lose in the month of January. So they might be hitting their slump right now. Two games today, and they have what's called Grand Salami over under goals 82 and a half, 82 divided by 13. That'd be. Yeah, Hit be the so over. Half. Hit the over? I actually love the over on the Grand Salami. Yeah. Okay. The only reason why I'm saying this, and this sounds stupid, you're going to see a lot more goals today just because it's day before the Super Bowl. This happens in the NBA, this happens in hockey. They try to like show, like, hey, we're a really fun sport too, right before the Super Bowl because everybody else right now is. I mean, how many more fucking NFL shows can you talk about having is Brock Purdy going to be a lead after he wins this? I think people are sick and tired of this talk right now, so they're going to go to hockey. They're on the waste management right now. They're on NBA talk games. You're going to see a lot more exciting games today. I would go over 82 and a half goals for the whole uh, salami. Let's see. Is there any matchups we like? Uh, Get the <laughs> home against the capitals uh, i don't know maybe that opened. i did a uh i did a uh what do they call that a little quick shot five leg parlay so these are the teams i've selected i put basically my cup of coffee on this i got the sabers beating the blues i got the kraken beating the flyers i got the jets beating the penguins Here's probably the tough one. I got the Kings beating the Oilers. And I got the Nashville Predators to beat the Coyotes. Did a quick little five leg on that. Uh, it'd be plus 1250 if you add all those together. But I do like those five teams on the money line. Yeah, let's do... Cool. Okay. Um, what else do you got? Uh, two seconds. I had something popped up here that was kind of fun. 
Nope, fuck it. Let's move and forward. They have a, uh, a boost here. Kansas to win versus Baylor. It was minus 350, and they have it boosted to minus 210. That's a pretty Where's big... the uh, home court? Who's home um, team? Let's see here. NCAA. Holding that up. And of course. I knew what time it was at. It's got to be. It's got to be at Baylor. There's no way it would be. Stay away. For some reason, Kansas cannot play on the road. Yeah. I don't see it on here. It's not on this book for some reason. But then again, you can't really search. I should have just done it on this one. Kansas. Okay. It is oh, no, Kansas, Kansas at home. Yeah. yeah. And so it's minus 325. What is the boost saying? Minus 210. Ooh. I mean, yeah, it's a hell of a discount there. Uh, let me look at some injury stuff there just for our own sake here and for everybody else. But cool. Okay. Um, you want to start with the Super Bowl stuff then, or you want to do some more college basketball? Uh, no, I got one thing to really complain about because I haven't complained yeah. enough yet. Been watching waste management. Do you yep. know who really pisses me off? Um, who? Jordan Spieth. <laughs> that reminds me, I have to check my lineup here. I had a, uh... For fuck's sakes, this guy is the biggest whiny bitch. I, I think we've all golfed with a guy that's better than us. But he complains about every shot. Like, even if it's like two feet from the hole, he's like, fuck, that should have been in. This is bullshit. I hate my life. That's Jordan Spieth. He is probably the most annoying fucking creature on earth. I would put him and Kevin Durant as the most embarrassing things that come out of UT. That's tough. I now, don't know enough about UT athletics to know who is the most annoying for I, I'm sure State. other people out there are going to say Tristan Thomas, but I actually <laughs> kind of like him. I thought he was a stud back in the day. Yeah, for Florida State, our most annoying goes to Dion for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping I had a good uh, DraftKings golf lineup there, but apparently I didn't, even though it started out great. Um, okay, cool. Well, let's just move on to the big game then. Um, I've got a ton of props. I guess first, before uh, last, I guess it was the last episode, we talked about some um, MVP odds and how they would go up. Uh, I think we look like geniuses, right? Uh, yeah. Considering... Uh, Kelsey, I have a Travis Kelsey Super Bowl MVP bet at sixty to one. Uh, a Debo at fifty to one. And you know, these were, you know, what we recommended. Uh, definitely feels good because now I feel like I can sprinkle maybe one or two other, you know, fun ones, super long shots, and just be rooting for, you know, have a a vested interest uh, without a huge amount of money purchased. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm even on the offshore books right now, looking at crazy stuff. I didn't realize that I had money left over in here, so that's kind of exciting. It's kind of like finding twenty bucks in your pocket after laundry day. Nice. So, do you want to just start with like the regular game itself, then we can go crazy with the props, or do you want to go chronological so, here? Here's what I've, I've, I've. It's been weird. Normally, like I have most Super Bowls, I have a a strong inclination of what I think will happen and, you know, how the game should go and blah, blah, blah. And I don't really feel like I have that this year. I feel like, I feel like a lot of the props are more enticing than the actual game itself. When normally, you know, you want to put your most of your money on the big game and then just sprinkle little props. I feel like the Super Bowl this year, especially even more than normal is like, Hey, just have fun with props. Like why even, who cares who wins? Nobody really, unless you're a Cowboys fan, like hates the 49ers and you don't really hate the chiefs unless maybe you're a bills or Bengals fan. Um, or Raiders. Yeah. Or maybe. Okay. Okay. There's or maybe a few. There's, all right. The chiefs may, might have some deserve, but as a dolphin fan, I don't, you know, dolphins and bears, we have nothing really against the chiefs. No, I, I don't. I I'm kind of sick and tired of people going like, Oh man, what could have happened if y'all drafted Patrick Mahomes? But like, that's nothing against them. True. And you got a Pro Bowl out of Mitch Trubisky, so it could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then, let's see here. We've got uh, some other long uh, long shot odds. You want to just do by category? You want to do just random props? You want to do cross-sport? I just saw... <laughs> Actually, let's just, let's just start with the cross-sport, because there's not that many. Okay. Tell me why. I, I, you, I'm not even going to tell you what the amount is, but it's SGA points in the Kings versus Thunder game and MVS receiving yards. Who do you think is favored in that? Uh, SGA. How much do you think he's favored by? Four or five points? Twelve and a half. So they're saying Marvin or MVS. Marquez. Yeah, MVS. Marquez Van Scantling. He is going to get, so what is, because I don't have that up on my book. Yes, receiving yards plus 12 and a half is minus 115. MVS could literally have a 30-yard reception, right? And then SGA would have to, you know, do that also mvs to have the longest reception of the game uh while we're talking about mvs here uh is like 11 to 1 yeah i don't hate that either don't hate it so a lot of Um, these are like throwing darts and just kind of hoping something sticks correct now might as well take the long shots at that point because could mvs have three catches for 38 yards yeah yes yeah you know, and so that's why I would lean towards this versus the longest reception because if he got the longest reception of the game, then he probably would beat SGA's point total. But this way, you at least get you know if he does have a three or four catches for 35, 40 yards, whatever, uh, that would mean SGA would have to drop 50. Um, this one just seems a little bit off to me. But yeah, uh, yeah. I honestly just because I would take. That sounds really goofy. I would take MVS plus 12. Plus 12 and a half. He literally could have a 60 
yard 230. Like you were saying, yeah, that just makes sense. And then you're adding 12 on top of that. So what is that? If he gets 60 something yards, that's what, 72 later? Yeah. I don't think uh, SGA is going to get 72 points. It'd be awesome if he does. No, 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 no. I think you look at that bet, you go, okay, SGA is going to get. 25 to 32 points and then you start going backwards and then you go, okay, well that means MVS only would need 25 yards receiving, you know, like yeah. it's, it's not too bad. Um, okay. Uh, what I love I this would... cross-sport one here. Oh, I'm ahead. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Will there be more eagles in round four of the waste management or more Brock Purdy rushing yards? I don't know what. Uh, I don't even know where to start. That uh, how many? E- so there's what sixty players. Yeah. And probably forty will have an eagle, and what another ten might have two eagles. So fifty. There might be fifty eagles. No, no, no. In the in the fourth round. Okay, so there's only what? How many? Thirty-two then people then. Well, I don't think you're going to get an eagle out of every single, like, 40 golfers here. Let me pull up what... Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> I do play golf. There's no fucking I mean, way. You're, there's there are going to be 40 eagles on the round. I would say there might be, like, 10. 13. Let me look up and see what actual Brock Purdy's rushing yards are real quick. Uh, Brock Purdy, his rushing yards over under is 12 and a half. So they're saying, is there going to be more than 12 and a half Eagles on round four? I say no way. That's a bitch. Uh, I would take Brock Purdy over. Make, yeah, because what Purdy's going to get, how many? What's, I, I don't know what Purdy's over under is for rushing. Is. 12 and a half. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I would take Brock Purdy's rushing yards over the amount of eagles in the waves management on the on the fourth day. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Now there's all kinds of crazy shit on here. I guess my next one that I was looking at, um, hold up here. That whole points in that King Thunder uh, basketball game versus Christian McCaffrey rushing attempts. It's just attempts. That doesn't include, you know, receptions or anything like that. What was the first part? Chet Holmgren points. So let's see, Chet Holmgren points. He is averaging 17 points a game. Uh, Doesn't seem like, I thought, I was thinking he was averaging like 22. But basically, what do you think the line is? Versus CMC rushing attempts. CMC's got to be favored by like, Three or four, right? Four and a half. Yep. Okay. I would take the 
I would take the CMC over because I really do think the Super Bowl in general is going to be very run heavy on both sides. I think CMC is going to get the rock quite a bit. I don't do like that. Um, I don't even know if it, I would necessarily say that it's going to be so run heavy. I just, I like the under for both the quarterbacks passing. I don't know how you feel about that, but um, yeah, it's just I, where I, I, don't where I think that. it's going. Okay. What's your uh, next one? I'm pretty much done with crossports because this is all over the place. But uh, let's start chronologically if you want to skip to the next category, unless you got one more. No, go ahead. Let's go talk about uh, National Anthem here. Oh, yes, our favorite every year. Uh, I think we're something like four in a row now, three in a row. Well, Demi Lovato fucked us like two years ago. Won't oh, forget that. Right. That was actually the Chiefs and 49ers Super Bowl. Demi Lovato sprinted through that some bitch. Demi Lovato was like, I'm going to get paid twice. Watch this. Like, it pissed me the <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, no, she, like, sang it as quickly as I talk sometimes. All right, I so. Uh... I think we had it pulled up. I remember earlier in the week, we got it at over 87 and a half. I think it's at like 89 seconds now. It's actually off the books now. Oh, we're definitely on the over, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't see it on the books anymore. Let me double check real quick another book here. But something to think about. Okay, so this book has it at over 90 and a half seconds at minus 120. Still love that. I could see this going anywhere from the 98 to 100 second range. Now, here is a bet that nobody really thinks about. How long does the word brave get sing? I'm always on the over. This might be the shortest one I've ever seen. It's at three seconds. Three seconds at minus 120. So I would take that one out. Yeah, I do like the over. Yeah, I had to do that. Sorry for everyone. Yeah, you have to sing it. Yeah, no, it's. But uh, there's there's other like kind of goofy bets. Like, for example, what kind of color is Reba going to be wearing? Honestly, I have no idea, but I do kind of like a good white on Reba at plus 500. What is the primary color of her shoes? I like that. I remember the Snoop Dogg shoe one was my big uh, win. Yeah, Uh, the blue shoes. It was brilliant. Yep. Now, who do you think it's shown first in the national anthem? Do you think they show Andy Reid first or Kyle Shanahan? I think it's Andy Reid. I think he's got the, uh, he's been there before. He's done that. I think it's got to be Andy Reid. Yeah. So he's at minus 160. Now, who's shown first out of this category? Oh, sorry. Taylor Swift. Jason Kelsey or the combination of Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift shown together. The same box together right? is plus two fifty. What? I can, they wouldn't would assume sitting. they'd be sitting close to each other, right? I mean, but what if you can see him off in the background? And what if she's sitting front row and he's sitting second row? Does that still count? 
I think that's the same screenshot. I, it's uh, that has to count. <laughs> that's so funny. Alrighty. Does any scoring drive take less time than the anthem? Yes, minus two fifty. No, plus one seventy five. Let's just say two minutes. Is there any scoring drive less than two minutes? Yes. I'm going to go no. Once again, I think that's a lock. I think this is going to be a, once again, a run-heavy, kind of slow pace, kind of Super Bowl year. I don't think there's going to be a 10-second. There's, I, I just, I, I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. I'm trying oh, wow. to think if there's any other uh, props here for the National Anthem time. Uh, will there be a player or coaching crying during the National Anthem? No. No, I think uh, Nick Sirianni really fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. So, what's the odds for no? Odds for no is at minus 110. I might, I might be Venmoing you, or we'll just figure it out at the end here. But I like that a lot. Trying to look at a couple other things. Uh, will Reba we be wearing a cowboy hat or chaps? Yes, is plus two fifty. So something to think about there. At any point during it, or well, I guess no, she's will, not going to change mid. I was thinking she was Reba, the halftime performer. <laughs> No. Uh, will Reba's <laughs> outfit have uh, sequins or tassels? Yes, it's minus 130. Now, here's the big one. Will Reba be showing any cleavage during the national anthem? I, gotta look up I don't see why not. <laughs> if Dolly Parton shows up, up in a cowboy cheerleader, I don't see why Reba shows a little something herself. Uh, yes, it's plus 250. I might sprinkle some money on that. I don't know. If you go to Google and type in her name, there's not a whole lot of... You know, one of my biggest Super Bowl I, I, bets I, I, I remember I've won... I don't. Respectfully, I do not know. It's okay. Uh, but one of the biggest Super Bowl bets I won was back when Katy Perry did the halftime show. And it was like plus 1,000 for her to not show cleavage. And I picked five, put five bucks on it. Bro, she wore a shark outfit the entire time, so you couldn't see anything. <laughs> it was the most insane thing, but that was literally like these these bets. You can make money. It's stupid. But uh, that's really all I got on the uh, national anthem. You have anything on the coin toss? Um, I think seen a lot of big time action on tails, but I kind of like heads. I don't know. Um... You know, uh, I, obviously there's no there's no research behind it. It's just, hey, what what are you thinking? And in my head, I I just think it's going to be heads this year, but I could be wrong. So here's a bet I always do. Uh, I don't necessarily go heads or tails. I I probably lean your direction. It's been heads more recently, but the team that wins the coin toss wins the game. I always say no to that. Uh, historically. Whoever wins a coin toss, like in the last 15 years, I think like 14 have lost. So it's something pretty crazy like that. So something to think about there. I'll continue to ride that trend. 
For example, the 49ers won the coin toss against the Chiefs last time they played in the Super Bowl and lost. So something to think about. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, interesting. What's next? Uh, I got some uh, game props here. Um, shortest touchdown scored under or over one and a half yards. I kind of actually lean over in this one. Um, just because I think the Niners and the Chiefs run game are good enough to score from the two to four yard distance. Um, obviously, you know, of course, a penalty in the end zone um, would, but I don't know. I mean, there's definitely some good corners there. I don't expect sloppy mistakes. Um, and if I had to just, you know, sprinkle a little bit over one and a half, uh, that plus 125 is a little, little sprinkle there, a little fun one. I don't um, actually hate that at all because I, this isn't like the Eagles last year. We're like, where we were like, yeah, it's going to be under cause they're going to do the push or will there be a two point conversion? Yeah. There'll be a two point conversion. Cause they'll do that shit all nonstop. This, this game's a little bit different than last year where it's like, okay, these two teams actually don't need to necessarily do that. They can score from five, six yards out. So I do like that. I don't think it'll even be close to like goal line stands. What about uh, the jersey number for either the first touchdown or the last touchdown under 22 and a half? Over. Interesting. Any reasoning behind it? So I'm just going to make sure I understand this correctly. So Travis Kelsey scores, it's over, right? I think it is CMC, Pacheco, Mahomes, Purdy, Debo are all under. Gotcha. But Kittle, Kelsey. Yeah. Kittle, Kelsey, and somebody in Ayuk uh, and Rasheed Rice, I think, are over. I don't know. I, I just know that like uh, Debo is like the, the cutoff. I think he's like 21 or 20 or something. Uh, so Debo's 19 or 19. Yeah. So interesting there. Um, okay. Both teams to score a passing touchdown minus three twenty five. Uh, yeah, that seems pretty easy, but I wouldn't like actually bet that I'd parlay it with somebody, something if that's even possible. On some books it is. On this one I'm looking at right now, it's definitely not, unfortunately. Um, number of plays in the first touchdown drive. Over, under, nine and a half? I was going to go uh, 12 was going to be my guess. So, yeah, I'd go over. Um, will there be a touchdown in the first quarter? Yes, minus 275. No is plus 175 if you want to, if you're an under better. <laughs> uh, I will say this for the first quarter, I will probably take the under. I'm checking it out right now just to double check, make sure I'm not going insane. But yeah, the first quarter I have under nine and a half. I don't think there's going to be a lot of, it's going to be like a heavyweight match. I don't think there's going to be a lot of crazy plays. I think it's, once again, it's going to start off pretty run heavy. So I do like the under nine and a half points in the first quarter. Only because it's up here under the same, under the big game specials. 
but they do have NFL draft odds here. Is there what is what is going on with the NFL draft? Because the Bears want to trade that pick, I assume, right? And somebody's going to want Caleb Williams. So the number two overall pick, how is it not Marvin Harrison Jr.? Uh, because the other two teams don't want a quarterback as well. So realistically, the mock draft is going to be Caleb, number one, Drake May, two. Then there's been a lot of hype around Jaden Daniels at three, then Marvin at four. But he is definitely the non first non-quarterback off the board. He's sixteen to one to be the second overall pick. It's not it's not a terrible idea. So let's say the Bears do decide to trade down with the commanders. Clearly that means that they're not taking a quarterback. So that might be worth taking the pick that now. Does that make sense? Now like you know, in a month or two that might be eight to one or less. In a month or two that might be minus one thousand. Yeah. yeah. I mean obviously yeah, if the trade happens already, but um, I don't know what the Bears are going to do, but I just assume they're going to do the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> so they're probably going to keep keep Justin and draft Caleb? <laughs> yeah, like it'll be some stupid shit like that. I, I, I'm i not too concerned. I'm not too nervous about it just because I already know it's going to be miserable. Um, okay. Yeah, no, it just or worse, they just draft Drake May and just really throw a fucking curveball at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> for another North Carolina quarterback. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I, I've I've taken opinions back. As I watched Drake May this year, it wasn't his best year. But there are some times where he does look like a fucking stud where I'm like, holy shit, that's an NFL caliber play there. Same with Caleb Williams. I mean, th- we're getting a little off topic from Super Bowl, but still, like, I, I, at this point, I'm not upset with either one. All right, let me uh, get you back on topic here. Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy to get 10-plus rushing yards each, plus 100. send it. Send it. Got it. That might be my favorite bet so far that we've talked about. All right. I'm going to put that in. Um, Okay. Uh, That... A non-quarterback to attempt to pass, plus 165. Yep, I love that. I bet it every year. Player scoring a touchdown and a two-point conversion on the same drive is called an octopus, apparently. Did you know that? that one more time? An octopus to be recorded. and That will never happen. Sorry, no. Uh, Yes, I I know what you're saying now. So they get the touchdown and the two-point conversion back-to-back. Did you know that it was called that? I have never seen that. Yeah, because they're getting eight points themselves. It's it's not a common thing that happens. Interesting. Obviously, the most likely candidate would be in C- uh, CMC here, but uh, that's plus 900. I would. Uh, for fun, yeah, I might put like a shekel on there, like a little, little tiny little sprinkle. Nothing crazy, yeah. but I, I just don't think there's going to be two-point conversions. Usually that's my, like there's four bets I put in automatically before the thing starts. Over on the national anthem. Will there be a two-point conversion? Yes. Will another quarter will a non-quarterback throw the ball? Or how many people will throw the ball? I usually do over one and a half or over two and a half. 
and yeah, so they're like, no, I, I, I just don't think this is a year where we get a fucking. Uh, I don't think we get a two point conversion. I'm gonna throw some crazy curveballs at you when we once we get to the Gatorade thing. Uh, any offensive lineman to score a touchdown? Yes, 60, sixty to one. Yep. Really? Yep. Give me a Trent Williams anytime touchdown for fucking fun. Anytime touchdown, and well, I guess I don't think that's an actual prop there, but that's insane. But yeah, Trent Williams, give me a touchdown. Okay, all right, I got. All right, we'll we'll sprinkle there on it. Um, Kelsey Ayuk or Kittle records the first reception of the game plus one twenty-five. Kelsey Ayuk or Kittle. Um, So I have a couple first. I'm just trying to find my notepad here. But uh, my first reception was going to be uh, CMC of the game, hoping the 49ers get the ball first. I would like my first reception to be CMC. That was my prediction. But I don't hate those as well. Is that pretty even numbered, even money there? That's plus 125. I like it. Fuck it. Um, let's see. Mahomes and Purdy each complete their first pass attempt. Minus 120. Give me a no on that. Okay. I like to think Mahomes is going to throw a pass that's so perfect that the guy's going to drop it. And then they're going to have the Super Bowl like, oh, the nerves. They're kicking in. Um... I'm to see what the odds for punt on the first play of the game are, or first drive are. Uh, first offensive play of the game, first reception, first rushing attempt. Interesting. First offensive play of the game, being a run, is minus 150. But I think I've seen people, especially in the beginning, they like to kind of just do a quick pass to start. Interesting. Um, give me, uh, this is kind of a weird one here, but I'm just scrolling through. Any field goal or PAT hits the upright. Give me one of those for plus 400. Say any field goal or what? Or extra point? Yeah. I thought you said kickoff. I was going to think, what? Um, okay. Yeah, that might be a fun one. Uh, Moody's a little shaky uh, as, a, as far as kicking goes. Um, yeah, here's my first reception of the game. I got Christian McCaffrey at 5-1. to one. Sort of really like that. Uh, first player to get a first down. I'm going to go with George Kittle. Kind of mixing it up there, and George Kittle's eight to one. Purdy under two forty seven, and Mahomes under two sixty one is plus two thirty nine. Okay, I don't hate that. 
be a fun little one. All right, I'm going to move on to halftime show here. I don't really have a lot. Damn, this all changed after yesterday. Uh, it's for the first song. You still have first song? No, I don't. I never had first song, fortunately. Oh, okay. Here, give me two seconds. I got to go move around real quick. Elsewhere, I'm looking here. McCaffrey's over/under for rushing is 91 and a half. Uh, Pacheco 69 and a half. Purdy is 12 and a half. Patrick Mahomes is 27 and a half. I think that um, what, what did I just say? It was uh, Purdy and Mahomes to have 10 yards rushing each. Yeah, plus 100. That might be worth another. Extra sprinkle on that one. Um, all right. Let's see what else I got here. Let's look over here at receiving yards. I don't really love a ton of these props. Maybe McCaffrey is only 35. Um, I don't think it's going to be a monster passing game for Kittle unless he, you know, breaks the long one. Um, I do kind of like Debo, but he's at 60. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, MBS is 20.5. And what are these for? These is just receiving yards. Okay, I do have like a weird one where I put a dollar down that uh, Isaiah Pacheco would get the most receiving yards in the game. That one dollar wins me about seventy-five bucks, so it's seventy what seventy-five to one odds. I did that a couple days ago just for fun. I would like to think that he gets a weird, crazy screen pass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good. Um, I will say the only thing I was just thinking about is that uh, with the Mahomes and Purdy rushing is I remember hearing a story about uh, Mahomes where he had like 27 yards rushing and then he took <laughs> like minus seven, minus nine and minus six on uh, uh, kneeling out the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but yeah. Um. Here. What do you think the first? Do you want to go into TV commercial props here? Sure. I know, just trying to get a little crazy here. Yeah. Uh, first TV advertisement between BMW or Coors Light. Coors Light is minus 175. Favorite over BMW. It's like the only way. Either one of the, like, let's just say you have two things, right? There's a, either this can happen or this can happen, right? Well, money has to go on there, but for it to be over minus, like, 140, there has to be a considerable amount of money, right? Minus 175 isn't an insane line, but it's also not a nothing line. That would right. mean other people, for some reason, really have it in their minds, 
or have inside information that Coors Light is going to be on there, which to me, there's no logical thing behind, I don't know, behind, uh, what do you call it? Like, there, there, ha- there has to be some, some stuff going on that pushed it towards that, that way, right? I just think Coors Light, there's always more beer commercials than there are car commercials. So I think the general public is going to lean on that. Uh, another one that I thought was kind of funny I'm looking at right now. So apparently you've seen the preview commercial for Arnold saving somebody in the State Farm ad. Who do you think Arnold will save? An athlete, a kid, or an animal? Like four or five athletes that are already getting paid every year to be representatives, it'd be more cost effective to have it be an athlete than anything else. No. So the athlete is plus one twenty five, a kid is plus one seventy five. Animal is minus one twenty five. Animal is the favorite? Animal is the favorite. So uh, that's another one that there's got to be some inside info there. (laughs) That's a weird one. Um, Interesting. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm looking over here, some other props here. Man, this is getting me really pumped for the game now. I'll be at work, but I'll be obviously mostly paying attention to the game. Um, yeah. Here. So, yeah. So, I mean, realistically, I think we kind of outpropped ourselves here. Who do you think wins this fucker? Um, which does remind me the teaser play here is uh, Chiefs plus eight and probably under fifty three and a half. Is what I would probably suggest here. Yeah, adding points to the Chiefs and then making it go under or making the total higher. Yeah, because I I think this will be a under game. I think this will be kind of an underwhelming game. Um, I personally lean 49ers to win the thing, but I don't think it's going to be like an absolute blowout. I, I do think it will be within a score. And... Yeah, like, let's just say the 49ers win, it's probably by a touchdown or less. So getting the Chiefs plus eight and then just hoping it's not some sort of crazy uh, crazy little, uh, I don't know, uh, shootout out of nowhere. Yeah. So I have a thought on the Gatorade shower just based on this. I'm going to place a, this is a real bet here. I am going to say that there is no Gatorade being tossed. No. 
being tossed. Yes, at plus twelve to one or twelve to one odds, no Gatorade. I have a feeling this is going to be a game-winning field goal, and there's not time to pick up a Gatorade and dump it on a coach. This has happened before, and this could happen again. I think the really? 49ers win by a field goal. Yes, there's there's been several times where the Gatorade has not been shown. Two times in the last 10 years. And how long? Two times in 10 years. One of them was actually the Patriots one where they beat the Rams. There was no Gatorade shown at all. Also, my uh, my guy just leaked. And they do it off screen. It still counts. Yeah. No. If they do it off If somebody were to catch it, then maybe, but if it's not on televised on the Super Bowl, it's a it's a no bet for anybody that picks it unless you pick no Gatorade shown. By the way, uh, here's a little uh, uh, goofs uh, for you. Um, while we're doing this, I took a picture of one of my bets, and I put it in my family group chat and not the gambling group chat. And then I tried to immediately delete it before anyone noticed, and. Of course, they all were like, um, did you mean to send that? Even though I already <laughs> got it. So I got, I got my leak for the, uh, halftime show set list. Do you still have first song, last song? Uh, there's no props for it. They're yeah, probably, probably why. like two to three hours before the game. So the first song tomorrow is going to be My Way. That is going to be the opening song. The last song will be Yeah. And Ludacris and Lil Jon will pop up and appear. So those are my leaks. Uh, The other screenshot that I got of the timer was that Reba was singing this around 93 seconds long on average. So we're good to go there. So yeah, this will be an entertaining little pregame here. Three seconds. Uh, what, did the leak have the first song or no? What's that? What did they say? Did the, the leak have anything for the first song? Yo, the the first song is going to be called "My Way," Usher. I mean, that's super throwback there. That's the OG OG one. Interesting. <laughs> I, I still like the OMG uh, odds, but yeah, I mean, "My Way" would would definitely make sense that was his original one um okay uh anything else you got super bowl props yeah so you're picking the chiefs to win yes i'm gonna go with the chiefs plus eight and a half chiefs to win um and under 53 and a half and that's on the adjusted teaser six point there but um got you yeah what about you i'm going 49ers money line okay just keeping it simple. I've been on them. I've said that they were going to win the Super Bowl from like week four. So I'm not I'm not steering away from it. I'm I'm going in strong all the way to the end. Well, good luck with that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, who cares? As long as it's a fun game and as long as we win most of our bets, we're pretty happy. So, yep. um, you know. Uh, game of the gods if you're out there and you're listening and you want to make up for 
the past couple of weeks of nonsense that you've given to me and Jordan, uh, feel free. Uh, and if not, well, just more than usual then. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, actually, one last thing. I did want to do a final score uh, specials here. Um, 49ers or Chiefs to win by 7 to 12 is like plus 500. Um, they do have... Did you say... Were you talking earlier about the team that scores first wins the game? No, you're talking about the team that wins the coin toss. Yeah, teams win the coin toss wins uh, loses the game, typically. Uh, will there be a score-agami? I already put yes, and the only kind of reasonable score-agami I think that there could be is, uh, what was it, 28 to 15? I wouldn't hate that. Uh, but it, it'd be... plus, it's basically 12 to 1. Yeah. That's not bad. Um... Oh. Trying to look anything else here we want to put out there into the universe. Uh, what was the the one you said? Uh, uh, no last play of the game to be a QB kneel. Correct. I think it's going to be a game winner or potentially a hail mary attempt. Uh, that a would game be winning field goal or hail mary. Plus one forty currently. Love is that. The, is the last play of the game not to be a QB kneel? Um, okay, cool. Um, all right, well, that's all I got. Anything else you want to add this Saturday afternoon? Nope, that's all I got, man. I'm going to go back to bed, feel a little sick. We'll be all right. Cool. Um, well, that's all we got here for today's episode. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, hit us up on the interwebs. Uh, we'll be back uh, early next week with a recap and uh, start to look towards uh, one of our favorite seasons, which is uh, spring training slash March Madness. Um, so definitely plenty to gamble on after football ends. Um, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Later.